And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. James against Jones. Back soon, here comes the help. Spins away from that and an easy layup. 25 points, 12 rebounds, 9 assists for LeBron James. Dominant victory led by their two stars. The final score is an 18-point advantage, but they led by as many as 32. Good morning. Welcome to the Daily Ding. Happy Thursday morning. We've got all your NBA Finals Game 1 action. Just a reminder, subscribe to The Athletic. What's wrong with you? It's like a dollar a month. It's a glitch in the system. you got to sign up before you lose out on that great deal. I don't know when it's going away. It might be gone now. It might be gone a year from now. It might be gone three days from now. I know that timeline doesn't make any sense, but just subscribe already. Theathletic.com slash Daily Ding. Get yourself a deal. Coming up on today's show... The Heat are in trouble after one game, and they may not even be able to get on the court much. And so let's get into it. I'm Zach Harper. That's Dave DeFord. That's Mo Dakiel. We got Andrew Schlecht pushing all the buttons that we need. And guys, the uh, the Lakers blow this one out, one sixteen to ninety eight. Not that close. Not as close as the final score says. And that was a blowout <laughs> final score. So that's how bad this was. The Heat were up twenty five to twelve in this game, and then. Everything went wrong. Jimmy Butler sprained his ankle. Uh, Goran Dragic has a pretty severe foot or ankle injury that we don't know the the extent of it yet, but some people who cover the Miami Heat uh, are saying that he may be done for the series. At least that's what they're hearing. We'll probably hear more about this injury on Thursday. Uh, Bam Adebayo has a shoulder strain. But Dave, as bad as all the injury stuff was, this thing got out of hand before those injuries really hit. Yeah, the Lakers are better. Right. I mean, this is it's not rocket science. They're better. They've got LeBron James and they got Anthony Davis. It's exactly what we talked about on Buds. It's exactly what Waz and I talked about on the Daily Ding where we set up the series. This series goes how Anthony Davis and LeBron James go. And they went tonight. I mean, 34 and 25, respectively. Anthony Davis with nine rebounds, five assists. LeBron, 13 rebounds, nine assists. I mean, they were clicking on all cylinders. Anthony Davis is an unsolvable problem at the five for the Miami Heat. They just don't have the bodies for it. I, I got a question, though, because the both of you guys on Buds picked the Heat. Were you guys getting excited when they built the 13-point lead early in the first quarter? I mean, I never get excited in the first quarter. Like, I like to joke around, but, like, the first quarter of the first game of a series, <laughs> yeah. I'm not like, yep, well, this one was happening. To be like, that was not. But that was the only time, Zach, you could have taken an early victory lap. <laughs> I was going to say. Yes, but he, to be fair, the, Zach did send me a text message <laughs> that essentially oh, I said, said, I said, do not let the Heat win this series. And they were up 13. <laughs> and, we're, and, we're, and now we're in the clear. It all went we're downhill good. after that. Yeah. Um, no, because here's the thing, Mo, and trust me. A lot of people who ended up being quiet in that in my mentions during the Bucks Heat series and in the Heat Celtics series, some of them named Jay King, uh, 
were, were, you know, taking victory laps early in those series. It's like, you got to let these things play out. Now, I don't think the Heat are done by any means in this series, but it doesn't look good, right? Especially if Goran Dragic can't play. All right, Kendrick Nunn had some nice minutes there, but, uh, you know, none of them were. I know Jeff Van Gundy was trying to sell us that, hey, these are meaningful minutes. Eh, No. Not really. (laughs) Yeah, they they were not. not really that good. You know, Kendrick Nunn is kind of turned into the human white flag of the Miami Heat. And granted, we don't know what has been going on with him. He doesn't look the same kind of bad that he was the second half of the normal regular season. Like, he looks significantly worse since they've been in the bubble. So I want to give him, you know, a little bit of a break there. I I don't know what the the issue is, but he's not been able to perform in the bubble. Uh, If they don't have Goran, this is over in four. Goran Dragic has been their most important offensive player their whole playoff run. And if he's not able to be out there, this is over. I mean, it goes down to what you said before all this, Dave, too, is just that they don't have anybody that can guard Anthony Davis. I mean, they started the game with Crowder on him, and with the Lakers going big, we're able to put Adebayo on Howard. And it's just at the end of the day, they just – could not be able could not guard him like he just destroyed them didn't matter if they went small it was just post him up post him up post him up if they put out a bio on him they just started to run screen you know pick and roll and get a uh, get lebron going and get him going downhill i mean it just became a issue for them and that's that's something that would have happened regardless of injuries right whether dragic is healthy or not still weren't going to be able to guard ad and they they didn't guard the perimeter either I mean, the Lakers were 15 of 38 from three in this game. I think I mean, they were 11 of 17 at one point, they, right? I mean, they like, shot the lights ridiculous. out. But yeah. part of that was, you know, they left guys open. They left Rondo yeah. open. He hit a few. Oh, was bad. Right? Like, I mean, well, yeah. I mean, look, I know Rondo's shooting better. And I would still like, all right, you can have it. Right. No, no, no. I, I'm not saying it's not the right thing to do. But I, I wonder, and, and, you know, this is something we've talked about a lot on Nerder, the, the shooting in the bubble. At a certain point, this stuff has to just play into your strategy. Like, Jay Crowder is not a 52 or whatever percent three-point shooter that he has been during the playoffs, but he was four of seven tonight in a finals game. So, you know, you got to guard Jay Crowder. You just have to treat him differently. Uh, Anthony Davis, two of four from three tonight. You know, he's shooting like 40% from three in the playoffs. He's That's not normally what he does. So I, I think that Everyone kind of has to adjust to the bubble at some point. And similar to me and my thinking, because I kept expecting regressions from guys in the heat in the earlier rounds, I think you just have to assume they're not coming and you have to guard those guys that are now making threes. Well, it's just, but here's the thing is if you're the heat, you can't do both. You can't clog up the paint and take the three point shot away. You try to take away both you're giving them both up. It's just one of those things. You have to pick one. And early on, I thought they did a good job, even in the first half, by saying, hey, we're going to protect the paint. And the Lakers just got hot. Listen, we've talked about it, like you said, on, on Nerder a bunch. But even then, the Lakers still haven't been shooting all that well in the bubble. Like 11 to 17 in the second half from three is absurd from the Lakers. You know, I'm more used to their second half number, which was like four of 20 or whatever it was. Like, you know, that's more in line with what they are. I I actually didn't mind the Heat game plan of trying to just let's pack the paint because it was working early on. It was just the Lakers happened to make a bunch of shots. Well, so so then, all right, let's pretend pretend that like the Goran injury – 
either isn't severe or isn't going to completely tank what Miami can do, right? Let's say that this is still competitive. Mo, do you stick with that strategy and just say if they're gonna make shots like like because you got to get better contests on that? I don't I don't mind the strategy of letting those guys shoot either. Like I'm not buying LeBron James shooting threes. I'm not buying Anthony Davis shooting threes at a high clip, right? I'm not buying uh, a lot of these guys, but they still did make them. And so you have it's one thing to let them have it. It's another thing to like Milwaukee Bucks let them have it, right? Right. Like you're not just gonna give them wide open looks. Like you are gonna try to get late contests and so on. You just want to pull in and get help in the paint and get there early so that you can get out to those shooters and, and stress them and get a late contest. Because I just don't – listen, I don't trust the Lakers shooting right now. It's, it's fool's gold to me a little bit. You know, they got super hot in the first half of this game. I'm not – if I'm the Lakers, I wouldn't count on that being the normal thing. I mean, them making 15 threes in a game is pretty abnormal for them for how they've shot – all season and that's outside the bubble and inside the bubble like they just haven't been a really good three-point shooting team so you just stay with that and and try to pack the paint you got to double davis you got to double lebron and you just got to hey listen if rondo caldwell pope danny green um morris if all those guys caruso beat me from the outside eh, you weren't going to win the championship then I'd argue for Miami, the more concerning thing is how they shot threes. And not even, like, I mean, they were 11 of 35. That's like a below average game for them. They were the second best three-point shooting team in the regular season. But Duncan Robinson got three three-point attempts in 27 minutes because the Lakers were all over him. And that but that disrupted their offense. That's a good offense. thing, though. But that's a good, that should be a good thing. Like, this is the, that's the thing that drives me crazy seeing – you know, people were like, well, Duncan Robinson didn't do anything tonight. That's not true. Oh, no, no, no. He he took attention, right. but he's got to be yeah, able to get he, those shots up. I don't I don't know that he necessarily does. I think it's great if he does. I think if he's if he's not getting shot attempts, that means you're essentially playing four on four. And that's part of the heat game plan. Like, I really I really think that that's that's a good thing. I, well, unless Tyler Hero is going shoot. two for eight. From three. Well, that's not gonna yeah. be ideal. Uh, most nights, that's gonna be that's gonna be a rough one. Yeah, but but yeah, like I to me, Duncan Robinson's production isn't isn't important. It's how they produce when he's on the court, right? right? And they didn't produce. And so yeah, if he's not gonna get shots and they're gonna play like that when he's on the floor, yeah, then it's an issue. But other than that, like I don't I don't have a problem with him only getting three attempts because I do think that usually means that the Heat are playing better offense or having better opportunities on offense because it's just four-on-four basketball. My concern would be, um, you know, I I, I don't worry too much about the three-point shooting of the Lakers. I'm kind of with Mo on that one. But my concern would be you got obliterated like by Anthony Davis and and LeBron James, and there was nothing they could do inside. Like the, the Lakers didn't have a ton of points in the paint because they hit so many threes early on. But for the most part, like it felt like, AD was doing whatever he wanted around the room. Play, playing Andre Iguodala as your backup center is not going to work that against the Lakers. Rough. <laughs> that <laughs> is rough. It no, might work no, against no Daniel Tice. It is not going to yeah. work against Anthony Davis or Dwight you, Howard. You can get that off against Grant Williams. Yeah. You can get that <laughs> off against Dennis Gander. You can't get that off against Anthony Davis. Well, but that's the important thing, though, Dave, right? Is that they quickly abandoned that two-big lineup, yep. went AD at the five, and... Like I mean, that's what we've been waiting for, I, right? Like yeah. if they play big, that's what they if need the to Lakers start play with. big. The Heat can absolutely win this series. Mm-hmm. If the Lakers go small and you for you know, assuming Bam's 
going to be healthy and you force you know you force them to to still stick with like their small ball against Anthony Davis like that right in in that way with the second unit like man that's going to I don't know how the Heat you, solved the that. biggest small ball lineup of all time <laughs> with right, right. with the 69 LeBron as your small ball power forward Right. I mean, they're still huge. And, you know, we saw early on in this game, Goran and Bam or Jimmy and Bam were going at Dwight early on. Clearly, the goal was to get him into foul trouble, I think. It seemed like they wanted to, to try to get into bonus as soon as possible. Like, this is, you know, heat basketball. They're going to try to do this the easiest way they can. And uh, it was working. But the second that the Lakers went to Anthony Davis at the five, it was over. I actually, I wonder... If this isn't a Udonis Haslam moment, and maybe nope. he needs to start the next, no, no, I, you can stop wondering. It's not, <laughs> I promise. I don't think. I don't, I don't think know, man. I'm throwing my hands unless up. Unless they need UD to go punch somebody I, in the face, I don't, I don't think that's gonna. I just don't, don't know what exact, Miami's gonna do. I don't think he do. can do that. And I'm not trying to offend UD there because he could probably do I it to pro- me. I promise he can. <laughs> but I like, I don't know if he could. I don't know if he makes it past the uh, the jump ball. Like Mo, you know how I always have a fuck off chambered. I think UD always has a right cross chambered. I think he's all. I think he's already always got one in him. I don't think that's an issue. Yeah, I uh, I don't know what that, they're going to do. Now you dust off Myers Leonard. I mean, but but for what though? Because the Lakers know, shotgun a beer on the court. This is the thing: him. the Lakers counter from running Dwight Howard at center. You can't guard with Bam Adebayo. How are you going to guard it with Myers Leonard, who is objectively worse at guarding those type of guys than Anthony Davis? I, I think the Lakers just are too much. In particular, because you know Goron might be out. I mean, in this game, and and it's look, it's fifteen minutes. It's not a big sample size, but they were plus one. Like they were in it. They got that lead. Goron was instrumental in that early success they had, and it all went downhill after he was out. Yeah, so, once he got hurt, they they, they had no shot. So you know, I think for them, it's it's time, and we know that they'll do this. They're going to throw everything at the wall. They're going to try to figure out what works, and I think that's why we saw some weird stuff. You know, for the rest of that game, once they knew Goron wasn't coming back, and they had already kind of gone down by quite a bit. I think that they were trying to figure some things out. Like, can Derek Jones Jr. do anything for this team? Probably not. You know, but but you got to well, figure I mean, that out. They had it like they had him on LeBron for a little bit. I'm like, he's got like 70 pounds on. Him. Like, I don't There's know. No I don't, it's yeah, I don't. I don't know what he can. Like, I like him in a help capacity. Yeah, he's great if they're going to stick with that zone and you want to put him at the top of that zone. That's yeah. a, that's a good role for him. But I don't know what else you're going to have him do. Well, and they also Mo, they also just kept. They just kept soft switching everything, right? And that and that's the thing. Like I already hate that in the NBA how the soft switch right. just happens. But but you can't do that against the Lakers. Like nope. you have to make the Lakers work for those advantages, and they didn't make them work at all for it. But not even that. Like you can't go into soft switches when you're going to have Duncan Robinson on the court, Tyler Hero on the court. Like right, they're going to exactly, get yeah. hunted. Like that's the point when you're going to have Olenek on the court. You got to start fighting over these screens. Like, you know, we I think all three of us are tired of just how easily everybody gives in to the switch and concedes to it. Blame Rondo. Think, right, right, right. Because that's not a switching defense. No. You are switching, but the switching defense is like actively, you know, defending in those moments, but still switching. As you get like, caught do and there's a switch. Yeah, because not- there's, no, there's <laughs> no roll. There's no pop. It's just like. All right, I I pick and then I just kind of mosey away. Just no fight in those switches whatsoever. It, it's right. you're literally acquiescing to the switch, and that's it. Yeah, 
Um, there's no, there's the no Lakers strategy. Gonna destroy that. Like right. LeBron's gonna destroy that. Oh, he's gonna crush that. But the only time you're really like, if you're the the Warriors and you have four amazing defenders, yes, switch everything. Good luck, guys. You know, but that's not what the the Heat have, right? And I think that's kind of just been their issue. Is going to be their issue in this series, and that's why I kind of think they might want to just go zone and pack that paint and just say, "Good luck, bomb away." And let's see if we can muster enough offense. Because I just don't think they're going to – that's the other thing. Is I just don't think they're going to be able to get enough offense now, uh, depending on what happens with Dragic. You know, Bam's banged up. Jimmy with a rolled ankle like he's hobbling on the court. I just don't think they're going to be able to, to create enough offense. And their big thing is getting to the free throw line, and they only got 14 attempts tonight. You know what? I've just changed my mind while we were sitting here live. I think they got to start Myers Leonard. I, I'm with you, Mo. I think they need to pack the paint, stay in the zone, and just say, if we're going to lose, we're going to lose because you guys just killed us from three. We're not going to lose because Anthony Davis and LeBron did whatever they wanted inside. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Yeah, it just makes the most sense. And it's, you know, like, listen, the zone they had last series was to try to discourage a lot of three-point shots and try to really aggressively defend the perimeter. This time, no, no, we're okay with that. We're just, we need to really aggressively protect the paint, you know? And I don't I, know, guys. Guys, I hate to interrupt. <laughs> We're talking about starting Myers Leonard in NBA Finals game down 01. I don't, I don't know. I, I, I wasn't going, I well, didn't go sign in. I didn't go yet to start him. If like, Goron, look, zone, if Goron is able to play, then then certainly stick with your, your game plan, right? Like, you don't throw everything out the window because but, you had a bad first game. If look, Goron I, is I, Again, I think that he can, I think that he can still compete in this series. Even if Goron's out, but if Goron's playing and it's so bad that he couldn't come back in game one, right. and maybe that was strictly precautionary, right? It doesn't sound like it. And by the time people are listening to this, we'll probably have more information. It doesn't sound like it, but let's say Goron can go. What are we expecting him at like 50%, 60%, 80%? Like, don't know. Yeah, it's good. I mean, if he's at, let's say he's at 70% and Jimmy's at 80% and Bam's at 80%, like, that's not enough. They need those guys at 100%. Yeah, and that's that's the problem, Zach. I mean, that's why it's kind of uh, feels very much uh, deflated a little bit in the sense of like eh, this might not be so close anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's just if those guys are hurt, your main no. stars are hurt. I mean, Tyler Hero has to put up fifty every night. Well, he put up thirty-five. Oh, that's a minus thirty-five. Never mind. <laughs> no, <laughs> hey, fourteen um, minutes for a rookie, or fourteen points for a rookie in a finals game. You know, yeah. No I mean, unfortunately, it took 18 shots yeah. to get those 14 points, but he did have 14 points. He wasn't scared at all, and and that's actually part of the problem, I think. I think he needs to be a little bit more scared at the moment. Uh, he well, was a little, yeah, he was very loose. Too confident. In not a good way. Yeah, too confident. Need him to tighten up some. 
you know, be a little bit nervous. Maybe throw up before the game. Do do whatever you need to do to get yourself to not have the weird dribble in traffic that he did. I don't know if you guys saw right. that arm fully extended, just kind of yeah, threw the yeah, ball out. Was, it was yeah. You know, the the passing was sloppy, but to be fair, the Lakers were doing a great job of getting their hands in passing lanes, and Miami was doing an awful job of taking care of the basketball. I mean, they were even their vets got extremely sloppy in moments, and it was just so yeah. It was weird. To be fair, they took care of the ball once they were down thirty. Yes. You know, <laughs> well, the defensive pressure over then so just wasn't good. there. Um, so, all right, if you're the Heat, your three best players get hurt, right? Maybe not long term, but at least like in that game they get hurt. You're down like a thousand points at some point. Tyler Hero could not have played worse. Andre Iguodala could not have been, you know, less effective as as the backup center. Everything goes wrong. You can you can kind of like assuming the injuries aren't severe, or all three of them aren't severe. Let's say that Bam and Jimmy are going to be okay. Um, you can kind of just be like, all right, that game sucked. Let's see what we can do in game two. I mean, that's basketball, you know? Right? Um, yeah. And I like, know you I'm, know not saying, I'm not saying optimism should right. be warranted here. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't think it's over, um, although I don't feel too confident in Miami. But uh, but at this point, like, I do think there's something to just like, all right, that sucked. Yeah, we'll move on and see and see what happens in game two. Yeah, and I think if, if Goron is okay, you stick with your game plan. If he's not, you probably start the game with – Oh man, you probably start the game with Tyler Hero in place of Goron, and you try to replicate it, uh, which doesn't Ooh, bode well. Given I what would we saw, almost rather start Kendrick Nunn. It's, I mean, <laughs> there's a honestly, you know what? They might just to help you know preserve the rest of the rotation, but also, yeah. you know, there's something to be said about a guy who maybe doesn't have all of his confidence coming in, taking care of the basketball. Maybe that's just kind of what they need right now. He put up 18 points in 20 minutes, 8 11 shooting, I no mean, turnovers. We're not remember I mean, we weren't giving him credit for this. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm I'm saying the minutes aren't meaningful, but he's still like, you know, performed. He still Listen, he made the shots when he when he got them. It's not well, a matter. Yeah, he, of, hey he, guys. He yeah, we oh, we do have an, Breaking we do news. Have an update from Shams Charania. Yeah, uh, a tear a plantar tear of the left foot. Plantar fascia tear for Goran Dragic. So, um that uh, he will continue to be reevaluated evaluated but that usually means you're done yeah i think yeah. he's done that's yeah, not we gonna can. that's yeah well it's not gonna happen time for kendrick nunn all yeah. right so kendrick nunn minutes guys that's uh that's exciting i mean know, whether, he whether, to... whether he starts or comes off the bench he now has to step up right and those 18 points he put up in this game has to be something that he can replicate when when the minutes are actually meaningful Right, and when it when the game's on the line, it, it, and is really going to matter because they're going to need Hero to not stink it up, you know. And and I, I I'm with Dave here. I think they're going to start none, go with Hero off the bench. But they just these young kids now, like this is the stuff we've talked about before. They can't shrink from the moment. Now's the time they got to really kind of step up if they're going to have any chance of making this a series. Otherwise, this thing's going to be a sweep. Well, they got to get something out of Duncan Robinson, or he can't play because if he's not taking and hopefully making shots. He can't defend well enough to stay on the court. So he's got to hit shots. That's big for them. And, you know, Bam only played 21 minutes. Obviously, the shoulder thing stinks. But eight points and four rebounds out of him, right? Like, they need more. This is looking at right. the game at well, large. And I think the majority of those happened in, the, like, the first six minutes of the game. Yeah. Right? Like, he was he was great yeah. in the first six minutes. Then he was just shit after that. Um, for the Lakers side of it, obviously LeBron was phenomenal. 25 points, 13 rebounds, and 9 assists. AD was incredible with 34, 9, and 5. 
But I really like the numbers won't blow you away. But Danny Green and KCP were incredible in this game. Yeah, I thought they did a great job just kind of defending and knocking down the shots when they came to them. I mean, uh, during that run when they when they went down, you know, KCP hit two threes in a row in the corner that were big boosts for the the Lakers to kind of get that get them going a little bit once they went small. So I think you know he was big. I, I thought Rondo had a really good game as well. The Lakers got huge contributions from their role players tonight. I mean, even Dwight after that initial run was pretty good. You know, to start the third quarter, he was pretty good. Uh, Caruso was great off the bench. Kuzma gave him some really interesting uh, work on the glass. I thought. You know, it's funny because he got an offensive rebound and he threw the ball away into the back court. But like, it was really good effort. And I think that getting that kind of stuff from him is, is super important to this team. So. Yeah, it was a big night for for everybody on the Lakers, even LeBron and Anthony Davis. So, you know, the, the fact that Miami got blown out should not surprise anybody. Um, They're the better so, team. Yeah, the oh, Lakers yeah, are better. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, all right, so why was Jimmy Butler in at the end of that game? Why did he come back? Like, that, I know the game kind of got closer, but, like, what the fuck? I, I wonder yeah. if he wanted to test the ankle a little bit. You know, Man, um, I, I don't like a dangerous it. Thing. I don't. Yeah, oh. I don't like it. I, you know, that's bad coaching by Spoke. Well, nice. we know what this guy is made of, right? Like he doesn't have to prove it to anybody. And, and it's right. the finals, and you're right. you're in an unwinnable game. That guy has to sit. That no questions asked. He has to sit. Not just because you hope that he can play in game two, but also you don't. We already know that lower extremity injuries often lead when trying to play through them to. Potentially more severe injuries. Like yeah. we all know about Clay Thompson's hamstring and then the ACL tear. And, and we don't know if that's related or not, but I can't help but feel like it is. I just don't get why you'd play with fire. Sit him down, evaluate the ankle, and, and see where he's at for game two. But don't throw him out there in a meaningless minutes. I mean, he tweaked I, it again during yeah, the game. Like that yeah. was, the, <laughs> I was just like, are you guys serious? Like, what are you, this is what. It just doesn't make sense. Everything Dave said is correct in the sense of like this just risks more and greater injury for a guy that you just signed to a long term contract too. Like look ahead to the future a little bit in that regard. You know you don't want to blow him out and and have him done for the next season. You know so I just think it was an incredibly stupid idea from there from there and whoever made that decision whether it was Jimmy being stubborn or Spo putting him in. I think altogether, everybody should have stepped up and just been yeah. like, no. And I'm looking at the trainers, more importantly. Yeah. But they might have been busy just dealing with everybody else who kept getting That's hurt. That's true. They did have quite the load to go through with all these injuries. Um, I feel like before we go, I feel like we haven't talked about LeBron enough in this. Like, And that's not sarcasm. Like, He yeah. was so damn good. And he was so good early where, like, he all right, they're down 13 or so, right? He leaves for his normal rest in the first quarter. And the Lakers actually, I think, cut it to like – three or five by the time he came back in because KCP hit a couple of corner threes. Like they, the second unit just played well. Rondo hit a shot or two. Um, and then when he came back in, I made note of this on, on the athletic app. Like he had only taken like three shots. He had like five points on three, on three shots, like kind of halfway into the second quarter and they had taken the lead or they had tied it up or something like that. And he was just, all he was doing was just dealing. Like, all he was doing was just moving. And then when he started scoring, it was like, okay, like, LeBron, you've got to let them tap out or something. Like, this is rude. <laughs> this, the, the big thing, the biggest stat out of everything he did was just two turnovers. 
Yeah. Right. For as much as he handles the ball to be and able- one of the one of those was, I think, on Anthony Davis because Anthony Davis was supposed to pop to the wing. He's just started cutting. And like and LeBron was like, what are you doing? Did they call really, for, did, who got the turnover when the ball bounced off KCP's one hand? That's a good question. That's that's a good one. I, that might have been scored a bad pass, but it wasn't. Right. You know. Yeah, I think it normally is scored a bad pass in that situation. So let's just assume that was the, yeah. the second turnover. I mean, really, then he had a flaw. But he protected game. the ball tonight, and I, that's a great point that you just made, Mo. Because the issues that he's had, where he's looked off in the bubble and in these playoffs, have been turnover related, and he looked very on in this game. Yeah, I mean, he was locked in from the, the the moment it began, even if it was just not taking a lot of shots. And then when he got, I mean, that step back three hit, I was just like, "Geez, all right, it's going to be that kind of that night." And that was early, and then it just <laughs> kind of. <laughs> they were up thirty, and he started to pull it from the finals logo, and then like someone jumped out on him, so he had to give it up to <laughs> to Anthony Davis. But like there was a, like up thirty, he was about to pull that thing for forty. I'm like, yo, that's rude. That's that's just offensive. You're, you're that's rude. You're like really, LeBron, look, I've on. defended you on a lot of things. I cannot defend you on that. Oh man, just trying to beat a dead horse with a stick at that point. <laughs> I say, you know, pull it. <laughs> trying to pull beat it. a dead horse with a nuclear weapon, like that's what that was. <laughs> Pull it. You gotta. It's game one. Still got to win three more games. You want them scared. Pull it. Yeah, I actually agree with that. All right, nuke them next time. <laughs> should pull from three. He, he should pull from forty the entire second half. Yeah, he would hit a few. All right, predictions for Friday game two. Mo. Oh, Lakers winning that game. Big win. Yeah, big, big win. win. Big win. Ooh. Big, big win. Big win. Yeah, I, I don't see it. I think this is over. I think it's it's gonna be a sweep. Miami Heat win game two. I actually don't believe that, but I just feel like it's boring. If we all <laughs> it is. Boring. It is boring. It sucks. Honestly, like I mean, I'll I, tell I, you I this: I Heat feel... by fifteen. How about that, you jerks? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like I feel bad for the Heat. Obviously, uh, you know the Snakes. They, they've had this great run, and now, you know, even though I think we all probably would feel like the Lakers are the better team, they don't get to take an honest swing at it. I kind of feel bad for the Lakers, too, because I, I don't think anybody wants to face anything less than their opponent's best. So, um, yeah, it's a bummer. It kind of kind of let a lot of the wind out of the sails of the series. All right. Well, you can read about the great blowout coverage on The Athletic. Go to theathletic.com slash daily ding. Make sure you check out all the podcasts. We got point of contention with a couple of guest stars on Thursday for the Athletic NBA show because I wasn't there. I don't think Marcus Thompson was there. So find out who showed up on that one. I think James Edwards the third showed up, and he was great. Uh, so make sure you check uh, oh, that oh, out. Oh, 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 she wrote. oh, oh. I, I, I was great, Zach. I, I showed up. You showed up? I showed up. I, was, I, was like a, I, think, I think James was there. All right. Oh. Uh, <laughs> no? Well, you'll you'll probably be on Nerd She Wrote on, on Friday. I mean, I have more listened to that for Dave and Seth, but, you know, you'll be there. Mo will be there. We also got... Ben Taylor from Thinking Basketball is going to come on. We're going to talk a lot, a lot about this first game. Zach, why are you being so mean to me today? That's true. You did shave that awful mustache, so I I should be a lot nicer. You know what? You know what? You know what? Screw you. It's coming back. (laughs) That's not bad for me. That's bad for everybody. Now you're you're dead. And it's your fault. And it's your fault. Go. (laughs) I'll wear that one. That's fine. Um, All right. Check out all the podcasts. Check out No Dunks. They're going to have fantastic coverage of the NBA Finals. And uh, they're very fun at this, so even when it becomes a blowout and a sweep, they'll still have very fun coverage. So make sure you check that out. Check out the Daily Ding. Rate and subscribe and review all those podcasts on any of the podcast platforms. 
And uh, I'm going to try to coordinate something. I think one of you should say ding and the other one should say ding, but I'm not going to say which one should start. So for Mo Dakio, for Dave DeFore, I'm Zach Harper. Make sure you keep it locked on the Athletic Podcast Network. And guys, give me a sign-off. Ding. Ding. God, it wasn't awkward enough. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.